ready to have your mind blown away. Welcome to Soap and Ginger with Tolu, a podcast about teenagers and youths from around the world doing incredible and extraordinary things. In each episode, we would have a relaxing conversation exploring the lives, motivations, and projects of our guests and how they are redefining what's possible and what is not. This would be exciting, entertaining, and filled with life and productivity tips. Sixteen is special for a number of reasons. The age at which a driver's license is obtained, the age at which jobs can be applied for, among other things. At sixteen, I was preparing to transition into undergraduate school, but today, on Soup and Ginger, I have a phenomenal teenager with me, Nea Sukla, and I promise listening to this episode is going to be one of the best decisions you would ever make. Nea created Six Feet Apart, a wearable social distance device uses the latest developments in ultrasonic technology and artificial intelligence to alert users when approaching people across CDC's guidelines of a six-foot distance. NAS efforts and innovation have been featured in the New York Times, ABC, and NASDAQ screen in Times Square and more. Our work was recognized by the late Princess Diana and the royal family through the Diana Award, as well as President Biden through the National Gold Presidential Volunteer Service Award. She was also named a 2021 Global Team Leader, representing the United States for innovation and outreach. Naya has been running global innovation and STEM workshops with students across the world to help to inspire the next generation of young problem solvers and innovators to create solutions to the world's biggest problems. She has been able to help over 28,000 students to date and also reach over 100,000 students by the end of the year. Welcome there. It's nice to have you on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, yeah I'm more excited than you are. Actually, your profile is just phenomenal. It's mind-blowing. Uh, so I'm going to walk you through the format of the podcast and ask you a few icebreaker questions, if that's all right. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, good. So which would you prefer, uh, going to an outdoor cinema or an indoor cinema and why? Hmm, I think I would prefer an outdoor because you could enjoy... Um, I guess the environment outside and enjoy the open air with your family. So I would pick outdoor cinema. That's cool. And with the outdoor cinema, would you prefer a smoothie or a milkshake? Hmm. I think I'd prefer a milkshake, probably chocolate milkshake with like whipped cream on top. <laughs> Thanks. That's nice. Yeah, I probably would choose a milkshake. You have three options. Uh, one is to go back 10 years into the past. Another is to go back 10 years into the future. Then the last is to remain in a time loop in the present for the next 10 years. Which would you choose and why? Hmm, I think I would choose going to the future in 10 years. I think there are so many really interesting developments that are happening right now. So it would be super interesting to see how the world is 10 years in the future. So let's say go 10 years into the future and you come across a very good innovation, would you bring the technology back to the past or would you remain in the future? That's a really good question. I think I would definitely bring it back to the um, present and try to share it with as many people as possible. You've achieved so much already at 16. Congratulations. Uh, Are you able (laughs) to do all this and juggle uh, this with schooling? Yeah, that's definitely something that I have to think about. And I think for me, I really in creating Six Feet Apart and creating all these innovations, for me, it's following my passion. So I'm passionate about innovating and I really see the joy in it every single day. So for me, it's less of balancing, um, you know, schooling with innovation and more of finding time for my passion. So 
um, I, I try to, you know, balance schoolwork and try to, you know, do my homework and things like that. But also every single day, try to find time for me to work towards different goals that I have in my innovations, whether that's um, learning new languages and programming or creating new features for my devices or starting to brainstorm new um, solutions to real world problems. So wherever, whatever stage I am, the innovation process, I always try to find um, a little bit of time every single day to work on my innovations. Yeah, that's incredible. And you seem to be involved in a lot of things. You mentioned computer programming, uh, ETC. Uh, have you always been like this? Can you walk me through what it was like growing up? I know you are still quite young, but when you were younger, what was it like? Uh, were you always smart, driven, ambitious from six years or one year of age? Did you start speaking at seven months? Just walk me <laughs> through how growing up was like. Yeah, definitely. So whenever I was maybe four or five years old, I was always passionate and really inspired by the cool things that science and technology were doing. I always really looked up to um, engineers and people who would create new technologies to really help people. So what I was drawn to in technology and in STEM was the ability to solve real world problems with technology. And that really inspired me as a young kid. So whenever I was um, maybe like seven or eight, I used to make little apps and games through block programming, um, through Hopscotch, which is this app that I used when I was a little kid. And I would just uh, create all these different cool programs and little games because that's what I found fun. And um, whenever I was 10 years old, I learned about 3D printing in my school lab. And that was so cool to me. So I immediately that day downloaded the software at my house and quickly tried to make something really cool. And I got it printed the next day. And that was such a beautiful experience for me because I was able to see how science and technology can create something tangible that you can hold in your hand. So I created some 3D model and I got it printed out with this super cool new technology that was really new at the time. And it just was insane to me how I can create something tangible with my just straight from my imagination. So that's really where um, I had a lot of different sparks for, for science and technology when I was a little kid. But those two um, moments with different technologies really inspired me to continue building, um, you know, devices and things like that. And, you know, aside from cool technologies that are really fun and interesting to work with, I also began noticing problems around me that were really important to solve. So um, for the past like five years or so, five or six years, um, I've been making different innovations, um, solving a lot of different problems. For instance, um, radiation was a problem that I looked at when I was really little. Um, also problems like water contamination, you know, high losing your hearing because of high decibel range sounds and things like that. And then more recently, COVID-19 with six feet apart and all these other innovations that I'm working towards like preventing mobility loss for the elderly or climate change, uh, things like that. So I'm really, really excited to kind of see this evolution in terms of my understanding of innovation and starting to get more involved, you know, as the years go on, which is really, really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Who taught you how to write your first program? Did you learn it yourself? Did you enroll at a school or how did you write your first programming language? Yeah, I, I, I've always been a really curious kid. Whenever I was little, I used to love playing with puzzles and um, 
taking pictures of everything, like textures and cool things. So I was really just curious and I think in wonder of everything around me. So I would always try to figure out new things for myself. So um, yeah, I, I taught myself how to uh, program when I was a little kid. And then of course it's been become more sophisticated as the years go on. Um, but yeah, I've, I've actually like never taken a computer science class at my school. So everything that I, you know, learn in technology is pretty much self-taught. And I find that really, really exciting um, because I can, I really have the freedom to go beyond, you know, um, I guess HTML and CSS. And I have the ability to kind of venture into new fields like artificial intelligence or um, nanotechnology, which are really cool technologies and I'm hoping to get into more. So I think having that aspect of self-learning really drives you to go to new and interesting places that you never would have seen before. Exactly, man, and that's really interesting. I hope uh, after listening to this podcast, a lot of people, uh, teenagers, adults, will decide to just explore and challenge themselves to learn programming languages on their own. That's really mm -hmm. amazing. How have your parents helped through this process? How have they been supportive? Oh, definitely. They've been so, so supportive throughout this whole process. And really, they, they inspire me to keep on going every single day. So they've been one of my biggest supporters, and I'm so grateful to have them. Yeah, that's great. Can you tell me one or two uh, interesting things that you love about the United States? Yes. Okay. So there are a lot of things, and it's really hard to describe briefly, but I, I really love the U.S. And there's so many reasons why. I think the U.S. is such a you know, meritocratic country, you know, it, it's filled with opportunities and you really get what you work for. You know, it's like you have these opportunities, but then you also have the sense of like, I can earn, you know, I can earn the best situation for myself, which I really love that kind of idea. Um, and, and, you know, every everyone can make their American dream come true, which is such a beautiful concept to me. And also, you know, the U.S. is a hub for innovation and emerging technologies. We see so many new ideas coming out of the U.S. Patent Office like every single year, like Thomas Edison, for example. Just amazing inventors and amazing, you know, innovators in the United States. And it's really, really great to see how we're able to kind of cultivate this environment of constant curiosity and discovery, which is really, really exciting for me. The meritocracy drives innovation, definitely. And that's mm -hmm. why it's not surprising that the USA is the hub of innovation. Uh, do you have any hidden talent or talents apart from what people know? Maybe do you speak multiple languages? Do you sing? Do you <laughs> dance? Any, any hidden talent? Yes. So I've actually been playing piano mm -hmm. since I was five years old or so, and then guitar since I was 10. Um, and in piano, I love playing like Bach and Chopin which are uh, two different composers. And then also I really like ragtime and jazz styles. I also really love to paint and sculpt. And I also love running and sprinting. Um, it's just such a great feeling to, you know, like feel the wind in your hair. So I love um, those things. And then in terms of other hidden talents, uh, let me think. I, I don't know if this is a talent, but I just love uh, spending time like outside of innovation. I love spending time with my family and just, I think being outdoors and spending as much time in the present as possible. So like going on walks and things like that. Is there anything that the Africa cannot do? <laughs> is it, I read from your profile that you've been featured on the NASDAQ market side screen for the development of Six Feet Apart, which is again, Amazing. I do mind sharing exactly what Six Feet Apart means, how you came about this idea, what your mindset was like when you were trying to develop this program, 
Mm-hmm. And what other projects are involved in at the moment? Yeah, so Six Feet Apart, in a nutshell, is a wearable social distancing device to slow the spread of COVID-19. So it's a microprocessor-based device that's embedded inside a hat. And essentially what the device does is it uses the latest developments in ultrasonic technology and artificial intelligence to detect distance. And so how this works is the hat sends out these short pulses of ultrasonic waves out into the environment. So when a person comes within that six foot detection range, which was also set by the CDC as the social distancing guideline. So when a person comes within the six foot detection range, the waves bounce back into the sensor and that distance is mathematically calculated by a program that I custom coded. And essentially the user receives live haptic and acoustic feedback. So a little beeping and vibrating buzzer through through the hat, which alerts them, okay, somebody's in an unsafe distance. I need to step back to proactively prevent accidental viral transmission. So that's essentially the six feet apart device in a nutshell. I also created a mobile app that displays these results on your phone. So it shows those social distancing notifications. And then also it helps you compile a daily safety report. So every day you can have these instances of unsafe social distancing, and then you can share those results with your doctor or physician later on. So um, yeah, my app has a lot of cool features and I'm really excited that it's released on the Google Play Store. Thank you so much for having the chat with me, Neha, and telling me about your incredible life. We'll take a break here and return in the next episode. To all listeners, we've been listening to Neha for the past 15 minutes, and I've learned a lot personally, and I hope you also have too. Join me next week for the second part of this incredible talk with Neha. Until then, my name is Tolu, and this is Soap and Ginger. Thank you for joining us today on Soap and Ginger. If you've loved listening to this episode, ensure you follow the host, Tolu, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn so you'll never miss a show. His social media accounts are in the description. While you're at it, you could also share this and other episodes with your friends on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or any other platform you use. The next episode would be equally as fascinating, if not more so. Stay tuned. Till then, I hope you've been highly motivated and gingered.